Hi there. I just want to take a quick second to thank Duck, Aspen, and Myrna. Uh, thank you so much, you three, for supporting us over on patreon.com slash mushroomstation. And enjoy this endless walk into the episode. Uh, bye-bye! <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? to artificial ghost radio hey wait a second hey i do it <laughs> hey now hey now i do it okay welcome to artificial ghost radio where joe is stepping on my toes <laughs> my name is jupiter morningstar and hey can you tell me where the curtain rods are the curtain rods oh they're in aisle <laughs> <laughs> And then you do your part of the intro. Oh, sure. <laughs> My name is Joe Langlois, and I have been wandering the halls of this MS Ikea for as long as I can remember. I can remember a time before, and that's scarier. <laughs> uh, welcome to this music exploration podcast. Um, Jupiter, yeah. uh, can you please... Uh, wait... I guess we, I, I'm confused because normally we do a bunch of bullshit at the beginning, but I feel like we got out a lot of that before we started recording. I, I mean, I guess, I guess we got out a lot of the bullshit. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone, that this might be a bullshitless episode. We might not have I, as much bullshit as usual. I, I honestly, I can't believe that. Normally I'm, normally I'm diving right into that shit. <laughs> I'm diving right into that shit, much like the bully does at the end of a lot of, like, 90s movies. Yeah, like the Barbie movie that we just watched. Like the Barbie movie that we just watched. That's, That's true. That's true. Uh, also shows up in Back to the Future at mm -hmm. some point, and... Uh, I don't know. It's weirdly, it's it, it's a trope that's in a lot of movies of just like, hey, I'm gonna th I'm gonna throw this bully into some cow shit. Yeah, and that's okay, because they're bullies. It's it's okay, even if they get shit in their teeth. <laughs> um, yep, so welcome to the show, Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> on this show, we discuss songs that are based on themes, which are given to us by our patrons, our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash mushroomstation. Yeah. Jupiter has picked this episode's theme. Can you please tell us what that is, my friend? No. Oh. Except that I will. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, the fake out. Classic. <laughs> classic fake out. I can never be straightforward, much like I can never be straight. Oh, yeah. Happy Pride 2, everybody. Happy Pride. Every day is Pride Month. <laughs> Every day is Pride Month. So true. I'm out here being gay Every single goddamn day of my life. <laughs> this theme, songs that play over the speakers as you get more and more lost in an endless Ikea, yeah. was suggested by Candle Nights in our Discord. Thank you so much to Candle Nights uh, uh, for your theme uh, suggestion. Yes, thank you very much. I, um, I, gotta I was really say, excited by this one. I Me too. Me too. I, I also, I, I really quick just want to say that we are getting like, we get new suggestions in the, in this channel all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, by all rights, we're not going to get to all of them, no. but they do all make me smile every yeah. time I see a new one. Yeah. It's that, really, really good. good. Um, yeah, I, I had a good time with this one. Uh, cause, uh, uh, I, I should have done research beforehand, but the, I bet I can find it really quick. The Endless Ikea, I believe, is... Uh, it is. It's an SCP... SCP-3008. And uh, for somebody who wouldn't know, what what mm-hmm. does that mean? Okay, so an SCP... Uh, SCP is a... Um, I think... I guess the term would be open source. Uh, but it is a... Uh, a collection of... Uh, basically like horror short fiction that is all set in the in the same universe but is all written by a a a, a wide swath of of decentralized people it's a very cool horror writing project and so uh there is sort of like a format for how it goes the basic idea is that the SCP foundation is a secret government foundation or exo government or I don't know, but, Mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, secures, contains and protects, uh, uh, weird anomalies in the world. Basically supposed to be the, the, oh no. Like men in black or. The thin, spooky line between us and the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I see. Um, but, uh, it's control. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of like control. Uh, SCP has been around for years and years and years and years and years. Uh, and, uh, uh there, there's a bunch of really cool, uh, stories and creatures and things that have been written in it. I see. I see. Uh, uh, and the Endless Ikea is one of those SCPs. It is, uh, I could, here, I am going to, uh, I'm going to read the first, uh, the first sort of, uh, uh, paragraph of the description, not even full paragraph, but the full little thing of the description. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because this is not an SCP narration podcast. Those exist elsewhere. But SCP-3008 is a large retail unit previously owned and branded as IKEA, a popular furniture retail chain. 
a person entering SCP-3008 through the main entrance and then passing out of sight of the doors will find themselves translocated to SCP-3008-1. This displacement will typically go unnoticed as no change will occur from the perspective of the victim. They will generally not become aware until they try to return to the entrance. So the basic idea is you walk into this Ikea and then, and then you, you get yourself trapped. Gotcha. And then it's, and then it's just an endless and idea. And then it's curtains. Yeah. Uh, apparently it is possible to leave this SCP. There are some exits that occasionally show up. Oh, there might also be like some spooky monsters that will attack you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Point is, it's a building that you get lost in and then some spooky stuff happens in Whoa. it. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. Um, and basically, if you've ever had anxiety about getting lost in a big store, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. And I think IKEA is such a perfect vessel for this. Yeah. Because uh, I don't I don't know the last time you've been in IKEA, but I was in one. Um, I guess a year, uh, just over a year ago when we were moving into this apartment Mm -hmm. and, uh, it truly is like you walk in and then you, you basically pick a path and then you have to just walk in a spiral, basically going through all these different showrooms. And it really is like a different world too. It is. It is. Cause you're completely secluded. There are no windows. Everything is like fabricated living spaces yeah. that just don't that are just completely useless like you know there'll be like these fully decorated kitchens but none of the faucets work or whatever right. you know um and there's something like very interesting about that sort of um i don't know veneer of hospitality yeah you know what i mean like something that is sort of alien about uh these created living spaces that are completely like inhuman in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, there's something very fascinating about that. Uh, and, uh, uh, as, as a bitch who thinks a lot about buildings, I am, I am very much fascinated by this, by this idea of the endless Ikea. I, well, I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's silly. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, no, I don't think it's silly either. I, I also agree that it is interesting. And I, I'm i curious to see what vibe it evoked for you. Um, so without any further ado, now we've learned what the concept is. So what song did you think fit this theme the best? Absolutely. So uh, when I was looking for a song for this, I was, I was scrounging around Bandcamp as I usually do. And, uh, the, the genre that instantly hit for me as one that I wanted to explore for this, uh, is Vaporwave. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because no musicians think about the, uh, the feeling of, uh, like manufactured hospitality architecture quite like Vaporwave artists. <laughs> and I am, I, I'm truly fascinated by it, and uh, a lot of people consider vaporwave to be a dead genre. Uh, uh, it is not. <laughs> it is yeah. not. It is. It is in fact evolved past the point where most people would will have have bounced off of it. Uh, it is. 
Yeah, when most people think of vaporwave, they pretty much only think about like marble statues in a uh, yeah. uh, in a internet landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, which God, what was that? Uh, uh, the artist, I can't remember macro something. I think anyway, vaporwave is more than just that single artist. I found a lot of albums that I that were very interesting and very um very cool, but none of them quite fit. And Bandcamp does not have a feature to search by multiple tags, unfortunately. However, CampExplorer.io does. So oh. CampExplorer.io is a Bandcamp search tool that I found that will let you search by multiple tags uh, so that you can find songs that fit very specific vibes. Cool. And I'm going to be using that. A lot, I'm assuming. And Joe, I'm going to go ahead and send it to you really quick because I think you'll be using it too. Yeah, I appreciate that. So I searched specifically for Vaporwave and horror. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. And what I found was uh, the album Another Childhood by Jim Nopiedi. So uh, the song that I am bringing is Hell Valley Sky Trees <laughs> off of this album. And we'll get into that title in a little bit, but yeah. first, I want to go ahead and listen to this song. Let's uh, do it. I, I know I've been very insistent on not bringing instrumental tracks for this for this show as much, but there is no way that I could do a... a vocals just wouldn't fit for me in this theme that's yeah that's fair i yeah i'm excited to talk more about that but let's let's go ahead and give this one a little listen What'd you think? I thought that song was beautiful. It's um, really good. It's really pretty. Uh, the when the piano comes in at the last minute, um, I guess it kind of was surprising, you know, a little bit. And uh, it was it was really pretty. And then the rest of the song before that, it was just very calming and inviting, and in a somewhat sinister way. Like I can see where yeah. where this is coming from. It, yeah. I will say, like the first initial like gut check vibe that i was going for when i was trying to pick a song and trying to find a song can be summarized in this song like something ethereal but inviting and like secretly sinister uh, yeah yeah i'm 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 so glad because like come here take a nap fall asleep rest well and turn to stone basically basically yeah I I really love that. Like I I lo- I have been loving uh uh finding these songs on Bandcamp because uh uh using the show as a, as a vessel to find mm-hmm. songs on Bandcamp because there is no way, no way in hell yeah. that I would have found this album or or most of the songs that I've brought to the show so, uh since since diving into Bandcamp. 
I didn't struggle as much with this theme as I have with some of the other themes. And I think having campexplorer.io is going to help out a lot going forward. Mm-hmm. But I listened to a bunch of songs and was like, oh, the song is great, but it's nowhere close. Or, oh, the song is great, but it's too spooky. Mm-hmm. Like... I, I wasn't going, I, I didn't want Halloween. I didn't want Halloween for this one because the question that I was asking myself is at what point do you start panicking? Right. Because it starts off, you walk into an Ikea and you know what you're getting, right? Mm-hmm. You know the experience, especially if you've been in an Ikea before. There's a particular mindset that you have to get yourself into for Ikea specifically because it's it's just I am not saying this as the meme I'm saying it literally it is built different than other <laughs> yeah than other retail stores and in a way moving through it you sort of feel like cattle getting hurt like yeah. it's like there's this feeling um I think actually cattle is a very appropriate metaphor for yeah, it for because sure. in a slaughterhouse, the cows are going to be on this track, basically. They have only one way that they can go, and right. that's towards their death. Annihilation. And they don't, they're not going to, they're going to know something is wrong, but they're not going to know specifically what until it's too late. And even then, they're not going to be able to do much about it. Right. And so, in a way, although less dramatic, Ikea does embody that spirit in a way. Because there's only one way you can go. Mm -hmm. And in an endless Ikea, truly, at what point do you start to realize that something is wrong? When do you panic? Yeah. And there is... The phrasing of this theme was songs that are playing over the speakers. And a lot of times, I just sort of take themes as the jumping off point. I don't try and match them as literally as I can. But Mm -hmm. I do think that this song fits very well. But because it is... The first part of the song is this sort of melodic loop. It just sort of... It's vaguely unsettling, but also, like you said, inviting and not so sinister that you wouldn't keep going. Right. If this was playing over the speakers, you would just sort of, I don't know, it would, it would invite a vibe without setting off fight or flight. Exactly. Yeah. When I say sinister, I I, I almost mean it in like the dramatic irony sense, like, Sure. We, uh, like, watching this scene or imagining this scene fold, unfold sees how spooky it is and understands how scary it could be. But yeah. the character in the uh, scenario would necessarily not be, uh, like, alarmed. At what point do you abandon your cart? Right. <laughs> right. At what, yeah. point, oh, at what point do you realize that this has transitioned from a normally off-putting retail experience in the way that all retail experiences are in some way uncomfortable. Right. At what point do you realize that it has transitioned into 
something truly sinister, truly yeah. otherworldly, truly outside of your understanding. Yeah. And the part of the song that I really love, I mean, I love all of it. The song has been living in my head all day. Um, the part that I really love is near the end where it starts to fade out. Yeah. And you think initially, oh, this is where the song ends. It's I'm over. free. Yeah. And then it, and then it isn't. It shows its hand. And playing this beautiful piano motif that I think in this scenario, I think really cuts into the the beautiful panic of it all yeah the the relinquishing of power the the understanding that you have become part of this thing and maybe you'll escape and maybe you don't the question is is the food court open <laughs> <laughs> right right so um yeah yeah i i basically I really like the song. I'm really glad that I found it. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of other songs on this album. I haven't like dived into it yet. I've bought the whole album as I tend to do, um, but I haven't I haven't do- dove in fully yet because I was sort of just poking around, seeing 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 what I could find. But this album is really good. This album yeah. is really good. Uh, and I will also say just to 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 mention it. Uh, that this that all of the songs on this album are based on and named after otherworldly or spooky or unnerving phenomenons in video games that are not quite explained, not quite creepypasta territory, but there is something about them that is weird and broken. Sure. And to to basically touch on this, is there's Hell Valley Sky Trees, which is this is this song, which is named after I think in Mar- Galaxy Two, Super Mario Galaxy Two, there are in one of the levels there are these weird little alien creatures in the skybox that seem to be looking down at you, and in the um and in the files they are called Hell Valley Sky Trees. Huh. Um, in uh, there is one song called The Far Lands, which is a reference to. Uh, in Minecraft, and I think this might have been patched out by this point, but in Minecraft, there used to be a limit to how big the world could be. Mm-hmm. And eventually you would reach a point where you would reach the far lands. And, uh, it would, as you keep going further, your game experience would get glitchier and glitchier and more and more out of sync and more fucked up until you reach this massive wall of glitched out bullshit. Mm. There is there's something like that in all of these titles. Yeah. Something uh, and that name, another childhood. Yeah. Something that is something that is that doesn't necessarily feel dangerous a hundred percent, but does feel haunted. Yeah, and uh, I just I just really love it. I ju- I just really love it. I just really love it. It's, also, yeah, I want to go. Great. 
I want to say that the uh, the little bio says uh, for 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 Jim says founder of the Skybox Technique slash over other world photographer slash former haunted house expert. Yes. And I just want to say this guy rules. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a good pick. It's a great song. Cool album and definitely fits the theme. Thank you. Um, yeah, every everyone go check out Another Childhood by uh, Jim Nopietti. Yeah. You will enjoy I, I, it. Yeah. I guarantee you. <clears throat> so, I think narratively, I can pick up where we left off with my song. Hell yeah. Um, when I was thinking about this theme... Kind of the first thing that I wanted was for it to be ethereal and potentially somewhat spooky. Something drawing you in, something distant that you couldn't quite hear and you wanted to get closer to. Yeah. Um, kind of like a Venus flytrap of a store or a siren, you know? And, yeah. Um, and then I, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know, I know Jupiter mentioned this being a horror thing, but... What if I, what if I like really thought about this and I thought about somebody just having fun with it? Like genuinely, (laughs) is the food court open? Is there anybody else here? You know, if you were stuck in an Ikea for the rest of your life, that's not necessarily the worst place to be stuck. Uh, There's stuff. (laughs) There's loads and loads and loads of stuff. And I'm with you. The consumerism of it all is disgusting and it's awful in our current world. But if you're in this fantasy situation, I don't know. I just, I wanted to have fun with it. I wanted to take it in a different direction. And again, yeah, I looked back at the prompt, the the playing over the speakers thing. So I'm like, it's got to be like safe for work, like maybe like some kind of pop song or something. And I had been struggling because I really wanted to nail this theme. And then earlier today, it just hit me like a flash that I wanted to use a song by Carly Rae Jepsen. And the chorus of that song is. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I I ended up picking something else. Oh God damn it. (laughs) Double fake. Um, But the chorus of that song is like, let's get lost. Let's get lost. And then I listened to it and it's like a little bit more romantic and not quite on theme. Sure. As I was poking around in that region, I, I did finally hit the actual song which incorporates that ethereal thing that I was first on as well. I'm really pleased with my pick. I hope that you like it. The song is called, it's called visions of someone special on a wall of reflections. And it's by melodies, echo chamber, melodies, echo chamber. These are good so far. Gotta say good names. (laughs) Good, good song name. Good artist name. I think like, yeah, it's, I'm I'm really pleased with how much like it fits thematically just in the name alone and the name of the artist of like me imagining this person or maybe a couple of people alone in this infinite pocket dimension. Yeah. But deciding to have a good time with it. That's the yeah, visions of someone special on a wall of reflections. But yeah, let's let's listen to the song and then we can talk more about it. Hell, yes. Hell, yes. Thank you. 
Jupiter, what did you think? I I really I really loved that song. I real I immediately saved it. <laughs> and I just that that song was great. I I have a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Um, I, I want to. Yeah, you, you, you start. You start. Yeah, I'll you start. start by saying that part of the reason that I remembered this song and got excited to bring it is um, bittersweet. Um, mm. I am no longer a member of Deezer Nation. Oh, I have I moved see. back to Spotify, and since doing so, I feel so much more powerful. <laughs> um, oh no, you're. I you're hate Spotify. Fucking... I do not want to advertise for them, but it's like it was like taking off the training weights uh, in that classic anime trope. Um, that, that classic anime. Uh, Boruto's dad. Boruto's dad trope. Um, yes. So, and this was, you know, something that I listened to more frequently when I was using Spotify, and I just kind of forgot about it. It might not even be on Deezer. I don't know. But Sure. The, uh, yeah. Uh, this song, this album rules. It's, it's all like this. It's all very ethereal. I mean, they do different stuff, but they get the name Echo Chamber because of the liberal use of echoing. Um... But it's it's not just the same thing over and over again. Like, there is an echo, but every stanza is different. The music is constantly evolving and changing, um, which yeah. I love. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, ooh, there is, again, I have a lot of thoughts about the song. So <laughs> I'm going to listen to this whole album, by the way. Cool. Uh, so this song is is very, everything about this is so appealing to me, the sort of, the the art of it, the fact that the song is about like werewolves and vampires and stuff. Yeah. Um just okay. <laughs> so I'm this is honestly, Joe, this is the most you've ever thrown me off guard and in a good way. <laughs> good. So I'm thinking about it like this. In the endless IKEA. Uh-huh. This song is playing over the over the speakers. Uh-huh. And I'm and I'm I love the idea of what you said, of finding the enjoyment of in an endless Ikea, it's not the worst place to be. Mm-hmm. And I totally get what you're saying. There is there is something very pleasant about infinity. Yeah. There is something... Infinity is both terrifying and beautiful and, I don't know, just yeah. so, so drawing. No matter, no matter how you feel about infinity, it will get us all. And just imagining this person, this character, entering the endless Ikea, getting past i think my song and your song they're in the same timeline yeah exactly because it starts off with this unease this anxiety this this becoming and then this song is maybe a little bit a little bit of a time skip as this person comes to fully embrace Acceptance. this space so- fully become part of it in a in a way and i'm also imagining this this like 
it being somewhat symbiotic yeah. in that I'm imagining that the music that plays over the speakers is based off of the emotions of the people trapped in it. Okay, yeah. I I think I can make this a little bit stinkier. Okay. A little bit nastier. So right. this song works for this theme for me in a lot of ways. Um, like, again, the chorus, the name of the song, the only thing in English in the song is the very end. Visions of someone special on a wall of reflection. So it's this person who has... You know, maybe you could interpret it as them having lost it a little bit, or they've just come to accept their fate. I'm stuck here, but whatever. I'm, it doesn't matter that I'm alone. I'm trying on clothes. I'm, you know, hug, hugging all the stuffed animals. Like, whatever the fuck. I'm having a yeah. good time, and there are mirrors for you to witness yourself enjoying this consumerist hell, right? Yeah. So the rest of the song is in French, and it's international, which is a thing that Ikea is, you know, and it's like, you sure. know, it's like worldly. But then if you look at the lyrics, they do trans translate to something a little bit more sinister about a, a siren being attacked by a vampire and being attacked by a werewolf and like, you know, a little bit more spooky if you translate it. But if you just let the song wash over you and enjoy your I time, see. that's fine. I see what you're saying. Fully, I think what this is, is that we see this person, this character that's enjoying their time in the Ikea, and then the camera zooms out a little bit, and you see that it's on a television screen, and it just says, like, endless Ikea, lose yourself. Like, this is <laughs> this is the marketing material for somebody who is actively in there. That's interesting. <laughs> because I I want to I wanna take it in a slightly different direction, if that's mm -hmm. okay. Because please do. I've told my little fanfic story. You you go ahead and tell yours. <laughs> well, because I'm I'm imagining just slightly different twist. Mm -hmm. In that, based off of that, those lyrics, I'm sort of imagining it as like like this is a truly infinite space, and therefore it has all of the potential pleasures and excitements of human existence. At least mm -hmm. that which can be done. Through the lens of isolation and consumerism. Right. You will never go hungry. You will always have a place to rest. You will always have new sights to see. And I like this idea of, of the speakers playing music that fits the, the, the vibe of the person trapped. Because what I said earlier of it being somewhat symbiotic, I think is interesting, except that... I think that that itself is a mirage. Yeah. The sim the symbiosis is a veneer for the true parasitic nature of this infinity. Yeah. Again, the the Venus flytrap type thing that For sure. The siren drawing you ever further inside. Yeah, and I don't know what the IKEA gets out of it. Maybe I'm thinking about it a lot now of like in a infinity that is that has like a a defined shape and in a way identity and personality right that if we're thinking about this endless ikea as a living creature in at least some way maybe maybe being infinite is in some way painful maybe sure. being infinite and uh, always Having new things 
maybe it needs humans to experience that infinity. Mm. Give shape to it. And so I don't think that the Ikea would let somebody in it die Mm -hmm. until they are, until they don't have any more humanity to give. Right. I like that. And I I like that. (sighs) Fuck, I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. It happens. Classic mistake. A classic blunder. Classic blunder. Joe memory embarrassment. (laughs) Compilation. I guess I like the, oh, oh, I, I was going to say that I like that the idea that if, you know, if somebody goes in here and they come to this stage of acceptance or whatever, and they will continue to walk down the path and continue to be cattle and go toward their destination, which is nowhere. Um, it doesn't matter if they're happy or not, right? Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if they're having a good time. It, it's still a parasitic relationship. Um, they are yeah. being used. They the experiences do like if we're imagining this this idea of what the IKEA wants is to be experienced, mm-hmm. those experiences do not need to be positive. Yeah. It can be the desperation of trying to find an exit. It can be the fulfillment of true isolation and exp- exploration. It can be unbridled fear. Yeah. No matter what it is, you're feeding the beast. I mean, I I like this one. I like this route. And I also think it's possibly the most sinister and the one that lasts the longest. Uh, The one, the the acceptance, the the Stockholm Syndrome of. And I mean, isn't that for me to even open this conversation by saying, oh, you know, I wanted to play with the fun aspect of being an, an Ikea, you know, and being able to see all this stuff and enjoy all the things. Like, even that is a small degree, at least, of the Stockholm Syndrome that we all feel in a consumerist culture. Like, the the fact yeah. that there's even a degree of excitement that I could imagine to to be able to hug every stuffed animal and sit at every desk and like whatever, sleep on all the beds. Um, that's that, that is Stockholm syndrome. It is. Yeah. I, I think I am the kind of person that when faced with infinity and infinite, infinite explorations that I might be the kind of person who would plunge myself into it. Yeah. And yeah, I see that for you. Yeah. And I don't know. I honestly, I, I want to go ahead and, and thank Candle Nights again, because you have really given me uh, a playground with this theme. <laughs> you have given you, you are activating all of my uh, neurons uh, about fucked up horror concepts. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. <laughs> Uh, I could honestly keep talking about this, but I think we gotta we gotta take it yeah, to the break. Yeah, fucking playtime is over, Jupiter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I gotta put away. Break. I gotta put away my toys and my blocks and my action figures. Yeah, let's get them in the toy chest. I've gotta put away even even my special Infinity Barbie. Yeah, even even Infinity Barbie, the one that looks different every angle that you view it from, and an infinite more that you can't possibly view it from. Yeah, yeah. 
I I really do like her, but okay, I'll put her in the box. Put her in the Damn. box for now. It's it's just time for a quick break. Okay, all right. One, two, three, let's go. Welcome back, y'all. We're back. And I I always feel like I never quite know how to get it. Honestly, because the last couple of episodes, uh, I keep forgetting that we're supposed to do plugs at this point, and so I just breeze past them, and then you're mm-hmm. always just like, no, 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 Jupiter, no, we gotta <laughs> rein it in. Uh, and so remind, remembering that I that we need to do plugs, I didn't have a good transition point, and so that's why I'm gonna tell you about the <laughs> Discord. <laughs> if you go over to mushroomstation.net and click on the drop-down menu in our banner, you will find a link to our Discord. You do not need to be a Patreon to be part of this Discord. It is open to everyone. And it's a fucking fun time. It's mm-hmm. cool. People are uh, uh, always chilling, always vibing, always talking about fun stuff. It is genuinely a very active Discord. And, uh, uh, and you can talk with us and you can, you can goof around. Uh, and mm-hmm. we also, uh, do our best to, uh, make it as, accessible a place as possible, including to uh, those with screen readers. Uh, We do our best. And we are also always willing to uh, grow and learn and uh, better ourselves to be more accessible in the future. So uh, there there is no excuse except for (laughs) except for social anxiety, which I totally understand. But there is no excuse other than other probably other reasonable excuses. But there is no excuse to not join our Discord. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, uh, And uh, and and there's even a lot of fun fucking emojis that I've been putting in. So every every time we've been watching movie nights, uh, Jupiter has been making new emojis for the Discord server based on the. Yeah. Um, so now we have a, a evil Mario from Barbie uh, yes. emote, and also a Barbie scared emote. Um, and yeah, it's good, it's good stuff. I've also, I've also, uh, shush, shush, uh, nobody, don't tell nobody. But uh, uh, last, uh, I think earlier this morning, uh, without telling anybody, I introduced a uh, Columbo facepalm emote. Oh yeah, yeah, good stuff. That's not even really in reference to any of the shows we've done. I just really enjoy Columbo. (laughs) Uh, So uh, go go join our Discord. Have a fun time. Do you think Columbo could find his way out of an endless Ikea? I think Columbo would know not to go into an endless Ikea. I think he would recognize... I would think on site he'd be like, ah. He would be like, oh, you again. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. No, well, because, yeah, Columbo, Columbo is in... Uh, communication with all sorts of otherworldly beings as one himself. Uh, mm-hmm. so he, he knows on site. Mm-hmm. He knows on site. He's like, he's like, hey, hey, you know, he'll be like at the parking lot. He's like, hey, buddy, don't go in there. Don't go in there. <laughs> don't go in there. There's another IKEA down the street. <laughs> this one's closed. Um, another thing that you should know about Mushroom Station is that. Every month we do streams on YouTube for our patrons. Um, however, if you're not a patron, or even if you are, 
You can also check out the VODs or the videos on demand for those streams one month after they go live. So Mm -hmm. um, coming up on August 1st, we will release the VOD for July's stream, which is which was when we played Gardic Phone with a lot of our fans. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a riot. I was uh, on a personal note. I was really dreading doing that stream. I was not feeling well that way uh, that day. But as soon as we got into the stream and started playing, uh, I was having a blast, and it really lifted my spirits. So, yeah, um, it was it was it was a truly super fun stream, and I'm and I honestly I'm I'm excited for it to go up. I still need to make the thumbnail for that. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> we uh, we're busy, <laughs> busy guys over here. Yeah. Um, so without. You know, wasting any more of our precious business time, I think it's time for us to uh, to move on, Jupiter. I think it's time for us to move on. And let me tell you, I I feel like I haven't done a wheel in a while. Yeah, I, it has but, it has been a it has been a a wheelie long time. I'm refusing to acknowledge that joke. Wheel of Discord. I that was so loud. I forgot that you were gonna do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, it did clip. No, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Oh my goodness. Alright, let's uh let's give this a spin. Okay. Alright. I don't think I know this song very well, but the song that I have drawn is Caught in the Middle by Paramore. Oh, okay, okay. Uh caught this I have a couple of, like, albums that I just, like, saved the entire thing of, even though I don't really listen to the albums, like, that often. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in that way, uh, Spotify annoys me more than Bandcamp, because Bandcamp, everything is, like, separated out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Spotify, it's all in the like songs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you're gonna be listening on Shuffle, you're gonna be skipping a lot of stuff. Uh, but that said, Paramore is a very fun band. Uh, After yep. Laughter is a very fun album. Yep. And I don't know the song very well, but we're going to go ahead and give it a listen. I fucking love this album, so I'm excited. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. This album's great. Paramore is great. Oh, there's a video for this song. And it looks goofy as hell. Let's give it a... <laughs> pa- Paramore's videos are fun. Let's Let's give this a watch. Let's do it. Okay, so I, um, as literally as soon as, and Joe will attest to this, literally as soon as the song started, I was like, oh, this one. And yeah. in fact, this song is maybe my favorite on the album. I really? Just cool. I, I just didn't uh, uh, recognize it by the title alone. Also, the video was massively fun. It, that is one of the coolest music videos I've seen in a long time. It was so much fun. Really good. Really good. Um. Paramore's a good fucking band. I think mm-hmm. I think the vast majority of people 
I don't mean to generalize, but I do think that the vast majority of people can agree that Paramore is pretty fucking good. Yeah. So, yeah. honestly, also, I do think that this song kind of does vibe with the Endless Ikea theme. Yeah. I think that this song narratively takes place in between your first song and my second song. I can totally see that. I can totally see that. Mm. Um, yeah, I I really, like, what is with the fucking wheel and always getting <laughs> something, like, really thematically appropriate? I mean, caught in the middle of the endless Ikea, mm-hmm. you know? And For the sure. bridge. The bridge, which always sticks out to me. It's one of my favorite bridges, oh, but... Th- the the bridge is amazing. Yeah. I don't need no help. I can sabotage me by myself. Fuck. So it's good. so good. It's so, so good. it's so sweet. It, like it's so yeah. so poignant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. This song is. Um, oh, I even actually hold on. Even the pre-chorus sort of fits in with the uh, endless IKEA thing of can't look back, can't look too far ahead. I got the point. I got the message. (laughs) Shit. What the fuck? What the fuck, wheel? I swear to God. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like, (laughs) this song is just like a boppy vibe. It is like, this is something that Paramore does so well, is that it's a boppy, poppy vibe that also is like full of these like, very like emo lyrics. Yeah. It's like emo pop. I don't know. It's yeah. good. Uh, and I really just like, I, I don't even know that I have much to say other than the fact that the song is good. You heard it. Yeah. It's good. And the whole, the whole album is good. And I was going to say that like, this is probably not my favorite on the album. Like it, it always felt like more of a filler track to me, but that, that said, I still think it's really good. Like I, this album is kind of masterfully done. It just, it just only came out a few years ago, 2017. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, inspired by kind of like 80s sounds and, and shit like that. So, and it was very much part of that wave of 80s nostalgia. Um, but For sure. it fucking but, fits. It works. It does it. But like, but like, uh, but like Haley Williams says, uh, nostalgia's cool, but it won't help you now. Mm-hmm. This, I, I think honestly, like, I don't know what it is about this song that like sticks out to me as like my favorite because the album is full of great songs. Hard times being yeah. the opening is so good. Yeah. Um, Rose Colored Boy, I think is probably the most popular. On the album, if I had to yeah. guess, uh, but uh, uh, idol worship is also yeah really fucking good. Uh, but something about this song just just scratches the right part of my brain, and honestly, I think that the bridge really has a lot to do with it. Uh, this whole thing of I don't need no help, I can sabotage me by myself, and then these little interstitial like. All the, all the glory days are gone. It's over now. I'm on my own. Uh, uh, I, I think is like, again, the endless Ikea thing. I 
I don't think I'm projecting. I think it well, just really fits. It does really fit, but also it fits because if you scrap the Endless Ikea idea, the song is like pretty straightforwardly about being stuck in any yeah. vague sense. Um, you know, I see this and I think of my current situation with my job and uh, sure. I feel stuck. I'm caught in the middle between this and, you know, whatever's next. And it's so hard to move on for so many reasons, but I have to keep going. I can't, I can't just not go to work. I, I got to keep going or they'll call me a quitter. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but I, I feel stuck and the entire time I feel that time is passing me by and that, and that I'm letting it happen somehow, you know, in some way it's my fault. And you know what? Fuck all y'all. It, it, I can do this by myself. Like, I don't, I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I'm, I'm responsible for the, this, this feeling of feeling stuck. Um, which if not entirely fair or accurate is at least relatable. Like it's, it's for sure. For sure. And I feel maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I was wrong earlier. I, maybe this happens after my song. This is like, this is like, all right, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I honestly, I'm stuck I, here. It's my fault. And I, I fell for it. And uh, like, whatever. <laughs> I, I actually, I think you're right. I think it is after your song. And also, I like that better because that means that this episode is in chronological order. <laughs> yeah, it's nice for my brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, also, like, this song, I think, really hit me uh, very hard because, like, this is so a song that I listen to a lot. Uh, uh, well, okay. So framing it this way is a little bit inaccurate because I, what I was going to say is... I listened to a lot when I was in the throes of my bipolar disorder, mm -hmm. but that would be inaccurate to say because I'm always bipolar. Yeah. That doesn't go away. That doesn't change. I'm just medicated now. But I guess what I mean is that this song really, really hits that, that bipolar vibe for me. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, because, um, because A, the sort of, like, caught in the middle of, uh, mania and depression of, I don't, I don't always have, uh, in fact, I would say I pretty much never had control over my emotions or how I would react to things or, uh, uh, how things would impact me or even the decisions that I made a hundred percent. Um, very impulsive. Impulsivity is something that has been a constant throughout my life. And again, that bridge, I don't need no ha help. I can sabotage me by myself. Uh, very like, I, I was very isolationist for a very long time and I still feel that way sometimes and feel like I have to be a hundred percent independent and feel like I have to be wholly responsible for my own actions, even when my mental illness makes me not quite responsible for my actions, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, uh, I am like finally reaching a point in my life now where I'm like, oh, I don't have to do literally everything, you know? But mm -hmm. even still, that 
that feeling of being independently set, like independent in the way that I would never ask for help and would consistently get myself in trouble. Yeah. And that's the vibe of this song. And now I can sort of look back on that and, you know, it hasn't been that long of me being medicated and I've still got a lot of work ahead of me, but this song no longer feels immediately relatable to me and now has this twinge of nostalgia over the self-sabotage. This twinge of like, yeah... I was in a fucked up way for a very long time. And especially since this song has came out, like it really felt very appropriate for my life. And even though a lot of that was very shitty and a lot of that was very self-sabotage-y, like I said, um, now it, now it's like, I don't know. There's, there's a, a comfort in it. There's a comfort. Like, yeah. And that's what, that's what this song is exploring is that that comfort in being responsible for your own failures, even if it's yeah. not fair to put all of that on your own shoulders, you know, it's, it's almost like a pity party, you know, yeah, that could be one way of thinking of it, but like, it's, it's that like, yeah, maybe I'm fucking up. Maybe I'm the worst. Maybe I'm unreliable, but at least it's because I'm doing those things and it's because I'm in charge of, how my life is going and what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My, my feelings around my bipolar disorder are definitely very complicated and will, my, and will continue to evolve as I grow. But, (laughs) uh, but something about this song in particular is, I think, always going to push that button. Yeah. And it always, is always going to remind me of who I am while also being a very fun, danceable yeah song i'm, that I I'm glad that you love. wrote this one and that we talked about it because it's making me like rethink it a little bit and think a little bit more deeply about it and like i don't i don't think i'll see it as a filler track anymore when i listen to this album yay that's that's growth that's growth that's baby <laughs> that's that's what this show is all about uh um, but yeah that's well, that's what i got i think that's gonna that's gonna start wrapping us up there uh, yeah. Thank you again, Candle Knights, for the wonderful theme. Um, thank you so much. It's a very, very fun episode. To move on, I'm going to pick our theme for next episode. Um, it just Please started do. raining heavily outside, and I'm curious how much of it's going to come through. Well, it's the end of the episode anyway. It's the end of the episode. Um, I've been looking through these uh, themes, and I think the one that we can have the most fun with one that I'm most interested in going forward with right now is from Boxer Wa. Thank you, Myrna. Uh, your magical girl song. Ooh. So let's uh, Ooh. like a totally different vibe, I think, from this one. <laughs> and and what's fun about this is that it's not a magical girl song. It's, it's our magical your girl magical songs. girl song. It's what plays so, with ooh. you become Sailor Moon or Sailor Jupiter, I guess, in your case. Well, yeah. And also Sailor Jupiter is the best Sailor Scout. Mm -hmm. That's she's the one who punches. (laughs) She she punches and that's great. Um, But yeah, I, I am. 
I'm very excited about this. This is a this is a good one. Yeah. This is a good one. So let's let's get tuned and let's let's figure it out. Um, for now, I think I'm gonna have to wrap it up. Jupiter, my sister's calling me. My phone's buzzing right now. Oh shit! I got My phone is also my phone is also going off the hook. The, what are the odds? Uh, a a turn of phrase that does not make sense with <laughs> smartphones, but it is still going off the hook. And uh, I and oh my god, I'm getting so many calls from my sister yeah. all at once. I have to call her back immediately. <laughs>